everyone. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. Where two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Yeah. We're back. I am so excited. (laughs) We are more than halfway through at this point, or just about halfway through. Yes, coffee print. Um, well, I am loving it. Yes. How are you feeling? It's very funny. Mm -hmm. Um, very ridiculous. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of moments where I'm still like, why is this happening? Oh, for sure. Yes. Why are they choosing to do this? Um, but it it definitely piques my interest. Yeah. And we all know that I am more of like a rom-com person. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I I just really love Hangyul and Unchan together, <laughs> and oh man, I was so excited for the end of episode ten. I was <laughs> like, yes, my Oprah voice. <laughs> and uh, Alex watched both of these episodes. So cool. Uh, yeah, we also have some OK Mama. I think I'm gonna save that till the very end. Okay. Uh, just because she wrote a lot and. I don't want to, like, have to be flipping back. Yeah. So, we'll stay tuned for that. But, I guess we can take care of some housekeeping. Mm-hmm. When will I ever not say that awkwardly? <laughs> um, Probably never. Okay. <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> All right. So, uh, please rate and review wherever you can do that. It makes mm-hmm. me and Jill so happy to know that people actually like our podcast yeah yeah um and you can follow us on twitter instagram and facebook okay drama pod on twitter and okay drama podcast basically everywhere else Mm -hmm. and that is where you can talk to us about coffee prints or any other drama that you want to talk about <laughs> uh oh we have a website okdrama.com mm-hmm. uh that's where you can just like <clears throat> look at all the past episodes we've done um i think maybe by this point our store will be up Question uh questions. yeah yeah at this point totally yeah so uh check out some fun stuff in our store and you can support the show by buying fun stuff from tebok box or uh, fashion shingu and if you use our links we will get a small little commission to help buy more merch and run the show <laughs> and do fun stuff okay yay yeah fun stuff just open up the show notes all of the links to everything you could ever want are in there yes and if you want more um okay drama you can be a patron yes and get extra episodes and patches and stickers and hangouts with us. Fun stuff. I am over the moon for those patches. They're so mm-hmm. cool. I can't wait to put them on my denim jacket. I know. I started it on my little vest, mm-hmm. and I just did it on the back because the front doesn't have a lot of room. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm eventually just going to have, like, a bag full of K-drama patches. That's, that's what I'm going to do for my <laughs> denim jacket, too. Nice. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I have kind of... I have an old one that I've had from Old Navy since college, and the mm-hmm. elbows are finally wearing out. So mm. I I stopped wearing it so much. Um, so that's going to be my patch jacket because I bought nice. another one that's like new. That yeah, 
doesn't need elbow patches. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for these. And at this point, um, our patches, again, we're like recording these extra early because mm-hmm. we can't stop watching dramas at this point. So it's just easier yeah. for us to do two episodes a week. But that means we're like way ahead of the game. So we're not like a week before an episode airs, which is what we normally do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're having to think about the future here. <laughs> which my brain does um, not like that. Yeah, it can get confusing. <laughs> But, so at this point, when this episode airs, likely the store will be open. So mm-hmm. if you are not a patron, you will be able to find the patches in the store as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you won't also get the cool stickers in the extra episodes. So right. keep that in mind. Yes. Um, I guess that's it for housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Question mark? Uh, have you been, Jill? I have been okay. Okay. I had to go back to work. I have not gotten the COVID yet from being back at work, but I feel like I need medication to combat my anxiety. Like a little Xanax or something? Yeah, I'm like freaking out and I'm judging people so hard. Like I've seen so many people unmasked Mm -hmm. in rooms and they're like in close quarters because the rooms aren't even big. Mm -hmm. And I just like walk by and shake my head. We're like whole groups you of like eight, wag nine your people. At them. <laughs> eight or nine people like crammed at a little table eating lunch and like y'all are disgusting. Y'all don't know where any of like the other person has been. Mm-hmm. So gross. Yeah, uh, I told you this uh, <clears throat> earlier in the week, but uh, at work I had I had so many conference calls this week, and I'm like I'm really an adult now. <laughs> being on conference calls all the goddamn time but <laughs> um yeah and we had multiple people talk about getting getting the rona if you will mm-hmm. and it was so scary so my boss um was like I mean I I know she had been taking it seriously before but I think mm-hmm. this was even more of like a oh shit and so she like yeah. started wearing her mask even more cuz I'm mm-hmm. basically the only one that wears my mask like 99% of the day crazy um, yeah so anyway yeah I <laughs> I wear my mask the entire time I'm at work uh-huh. which is like from 8 to 4 mm-hmm. except for my lunch break my lunch break I just sit in my car and read and that's when I take my mask off mm-hmm. and then like I don't trust our fucking HVAC systems either mm-hmm. and people keep talking about like how if you have a shitty HVAC system it's just gonna travel through the air it's gonna travel from room to room like fuck this so I have that my mask on the whole time and then when I have to be around people then I wear the shield too. Mm. So trying to give myself double protection. Yeah. Totally. <sighs> well, I'm sure everyone is wishing the best for you. I know I certainly am. Thanks. Um in lighter news, I kept my own hair last night. Nice. <laughs> so that go? I got you know me, I get really ambitious and I'm like <laughs> I could do that. So I tried to, I watched like four YouTube videos and I cut my bangs. They're not super short bangs. They're just like, mm-hmm. uh, like, like the side bangs. bangs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tried to give myself like a face frame haircut. So I don't 
think it looks terrible. It's hard to know because <laughs> I cut my hair when it was like kind of wet-ish. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't style it. So it's just, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll really see. It's hard to tell. Yeah. When I wash my hair again and like actually blow dry it and stuff. <laughs> What's going to happen? But Yeah. Yeah. I have not cut my hair or had the urge to cut my hair, mm-hmm. but Andrew um, will shave my undercut to, mm-hmm. like, keep it up, and he always does a good good job, and then the last time I cut his hair, and then I asked him if he could, like, fix my undercut, and he did it, and he was like, yeah, it probably looks okay. We'll take a look at it later, like, after you shower. I was like, okay, and then later on, we're about to go to the movies. I don't remember if we were about to go to the drive-in with you guys or what, mm-hmm. but... Um, I was like, oh, can you take a picture real quick so I can see it? And then he showed me the picture. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was so bad. Like, it was all cut crooked and, like, just unshaved in some parts, like, patchy. I was like, please fix this. And Andrew looked at the photo. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, this is bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks a lot, dude. Then he fixed it. It was much better. That's so funny. Yeah, I was having a hard time because what they say on YouTube is you just, like, cut it in sections, and then, like, uh-huh. when you're doing the layers, you basically are just, like, connecting the dots between the sections. hmm And so mine was looking very, like, sectioned, like, just fucking a Tetris block or something. <laughs> and uh, so I told Alex, like, can you help me blend it? Because it's hard... Since I'm right-handed, yeah. I was basically, like, only able to cut my left side. So I was having a hard time getting my right yeah. side. And he, Alex looked so nervous. He was like, I And I was like, dude, I cut your hair all the time. Like, please. All you have to do is just, like, whatever. Snip, snip. And try mm-hmm. to make it look more even. And he was like, okay. <laughs> like, dude, please. This oh me gosh. Out. So we'll see. I figure it'll be kind of like a work in progress as yeah. I figure out what my hair is doing and I'll just like keep cutting it a little bit by little bit. But I kept most of and, the length. I just Yeah, and again, like who really cares? Because we're not seeing anyone oh, anyway for that's the what most Alex part. Said. You know? He's like, by the time we can see people, your hair will have grown out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just yeah. like, uh, well, you know, I had my hair bleached and so mm-hmm. it's the ends just still nasty. feel um you know they get a little dry but i bought overtone yeah. um oh uh-huh and i bought the black one so we'll see how nice. that feels but anyway those enough about hair yeah i just felt like i needed to tell you <laughs> yeah i cut my own hair <clears throat> all right so yeah i am so excited to talk about nine and ten of coffee print loving it so far do you want to start sure okay all right episode nine probably titled the ninth cup mm-hmm. hangul and unchan have agreed to be brothers hangul cooks a delicious looking breakfast for unchan mm-hmm. and he agrees to start treating her i'm gonna call unchan him for now okay Whenever we're talking about Hangul, at least. Okay. Because he thinks it's a him. Um, for treating him better. And um, Unchan starts to call him Young, which means brother. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're re-watching, side note, we're watching Kim's Convenience for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. And Andrew's watching it for the first time. And when the cousin visits, and 
she's like explaining to the friends of like Uni and uh-huh. Opa and all that stuff. And fucking Janet doesn't know what the word Uni means, I think. I think she calls it fuck, I forgot what she says. Uh-huh. But her cousin's like, no, 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 it means this. And I was like, shit, Janet, even I know that. <laughs> Thanks to Caitlin. Like, what the fuck? Janet's the worst, but we'll get to her later. She is. I have, I, I do have a point that I want to make about Janet. So we'll save mm-hmm. that for later. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just mentioned to Andrew, like, Alex and Caitlin have already made it clear they don't like Janet. And he was like, I don't think I do either. From being honest. Yeah, no, Alex's sister also hates Janet, so. She's such an unlikable character. She really is. Unfortunately. Yeah. All right, back to the show, though. Mm-hmm. So, we also see that he, Hangyul, has given Unchan a friendship piercing. Yeah. We cool. need to okay. do that. Not give yeah. each other a piercing, because I'm not about to do that to no. you, but. No, hell no. <laughs> I do want more piercings. I only have the main lobe piercings. Uh-huh, I've never uh-huh. gotten any others. Others would be cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Yuju and Hansung have an awkward phone call, mm-hmm. and she can't stop thinking of Unchan's teary exit from Hansung's house, and she continues to avoid Hansung. And then Hansung is like very guilty about everything that went down, and he's probably having a lot of thoughts right now. He is. About decisions he's made. Yeah. Yuju just looks so like, what am I going to do? Her face mm-hmm. always looks so dramatic, which I guess is good for an actress, but <laughs> yeah. So back at the cafe, everyone is very confused by the, I guess, brotherly relationship, except mm-hmm. it's totally flirting, so I don't know what they're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. Um, the brotherly relationship that Unchan and Hangyul have. Um, Sunki kind of starts to make it obvious that he knows she's a girl. Mm-hmm. So Unchan has to like shut him up and she agrees to clean Mr. Hong's nasty ass place <laughs> so he'll keep the secret. Um, Smart gets- Sunki. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but then I feel like everyone gets mad at him for blackmailing Unchan. But yeah. <laughs> he does what he has to do. I mean, they get a clean place out of it. Yeah, totally. Um, Harin gets a little jealous that Unchan gets to be uh, Hangyul's Donseng, or little brother, mm-hmm. because uh, I think when Hangyul, like, is like, hey, is it Donseng? Hold on. Let me look that up really quick. My mom <laughs> sent it in the email. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. Da, da, da. Yeah, Donseng. Okay, with an N. Sorry. Okay, so Hang- Harin gets jealous when Hangyul starts to call Unchan Donseng, a little brother, and I think Hangyul is like, hey, Donseng, or whatever, and then mm-hmm. Harim looks up like a little meerkat, and he's like, huh? <laughs> um, so, and I think he is like, uh, why does he get, why does he get to be your little brother? Like, I've known you longer, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunki tells Harim that they obviously like each other and that they're even dating, which is why they're calling each other that way. Mm-hmm. And um, Sunki tries to play it off like they're gay, even though he knows that Unchan is a girl. Mr. Mm-hmm. Hong tries to shut him up so they can continue to keep the secret from Harim. And Harim's like, What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I feel so bad that he's the only one 
who's in yeah, the dark. Yeah, totally lost. Yeah, when Alex was watching the show with me, he was like, so does he know? Does that guy know? Does this guy know? And I'm like, everyone knows except for the guy in the vest and the main guy. Like, literally everyone knows. Uh, Not an easy secret to keep. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yuju calls Unchan to meet up, and she treats her to, like, too many pastries. Yeah. And I thought it was weird how, like, (laughs) Yuju's picking out the pastries, and Unchan is just there carrying her purse. Yeah. Like, she couldn't carry her own fucking purse and hold the tray. It was just weird how she, like, handed off her purse to her, like... Yeah, it was like she was, her little servant. Yeah, her assistant or something. So weird. Yeah. Um, and also, Unchan looked weird with a purse. Yes. They talk about her relationships with both Hansung and Hangyul, and Unchan basically says that she only likes Hansung as a friend, and she's happy that Yuju and Hansung are together. And then Yuju gets Unchan to admit that she likes Hangyul, but Unchan insists that she still isn't ready to tell him about her identity since she's afraid that once she does, he'll leave her. Mm-hmm. Which is fair because, like, that's a big fucking lie. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's been going on for too long, Unchan. That's a bomb to drop on someone. Yeah. Um, Yuju finally goes to Hansung's place and she wonders if his feelings wavered because of their past and what she put him through. Duh. Mm-hmm. He says no, though, and she wonders if he actually loves Unchan since it wasn't a mistake or revenge. He tells her he'll get over his feelings for Unchan and begs Yuju to go on a trip with him so they can start fresh. Mm-hmm. That just sounds like a married couple whose relationship is basically over and they have like one last-ditch effort to go on vacation <laughs> to try to fix their relationship and yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah, I'm like... Whatever you do on vacation, like, you're still going to have to deal with your problems once you get back Mm -hmm. home. Yeah. Yeah. But I really liked Yuju and Unchan's little meeting. Mm -hmm. I thought that was nice. Because I I know we don't really like Yuju in some respects. But one thing that I do appreciate about her so far is that she's always been nice to Unchan. Like, she never blames Unchan for, like all the shit that Hangul and Hansung yeah, do. That's true. So I appreciate that because I feel like it would be really easy for her to just be like, it's this girl's fault because everything was fine until this mm-hmm. girl came into the picture, but By the way, Hangul, she's a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so Hangul and Unchan go on a weird little romantic brotherly grocery shopping trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unchan, Unse, and Minyup go to Mr. Hong's house to help clean, so Sunki will keep Unchan's secret. <laughs> Unse starts acting like a little jerk and keeps telling Minyup to do things so she can be alone with Sunki. And ugh, it's so shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunki and Harim try to convince Minyup to stand up for him for himself because they're like, "Dude, stop!" And I think Sunki even tells Un- Unse at one point, like. Hey, you need to not be mm-hmm. so mean to him. Uh, Unse finally pushes Minyup over the edge, and he finally stands up to her and tells her that just because he loves her, it doesn't mean she should use him like that. Which I felt very happy for Minyup for mm-hmm. standing up for himself. Totally. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she counters by telling him she doesn't want him around anyway, and then he gets so frustrated, he starts running around and, like, <laughs> lifting shit. Like, <laughs> he just can't deal, so yeah. he has to exercise his feelings out, <laughs> which, I, that's a very productive way to deal with your feelings, I guess. Yeah. It's like working out, almost. Uh-huh. Um, Unse and Unchan talk about their boys, and Unchan tells Unse to apologize to Minyap. And then Unse brings up Hangyul, and she tries to tell Unchan that even though she might be content with just being around for now, she'll eventually want more, like, kissing moments with him. Mm-hmm. Hansung and Yuju go on their trip, and they seem to be doing a lot better, but Hansung is still a little awkward when Unchan gets brought up. Yuju notices he's ignoring her calls and texts, and tells him that he should be the adult and talk to her first. He says he will when he's over her. <laughs> That's that seems like a red flag to me. Like, yes, you're on a trip with your current like girlfriend, <laughs> uh-huh. but you're saying like I'll talk to this person when I'm over them. Like you're not already <laughs> what? And we're on vacation together. <laughs> um. <laughs> so we then get a shot of Yuju watching Hansung read Unchan's text while looking like pensively in the distance. Like, what do I do? How do so I dramatic, feel? Those two. What's happening? <laughs> I know it's so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Sanki, meanwhile, is still chasing after his old flame and manages to track her track down her kid's school. I did not like this. A little creepy. This whole, yeah, A little like, creepy. Leave the kid out of it. Like, if you want to use the kid's <clears throat> school as a way to find the mom mm-hmm. and then just go straight to the mom, I mean, still. I don't really like the whole tracking business, but whatever. Yeah. But going into the kid's school, I don't know if he goes into the school at this point or if he's I think it's, found it. But I think it's the next episode. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you mentioned it, but he, like, just walks in the classroom and sits with the kid. I was like, what? Who let you yeah, in? I, was like, <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> it's like, this random young man, like, what is happening? Yeah. The kid is and- cute, but it's like, what the fuck? Why would I you think, do that? Yeah, and one of the little girls is like, who are you? <laughs> uh, Weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sunki is, like, doing his detective work, and Minyeop almost ruins Sunki's phone call, like, trying to find his ex or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, since he's still jealous that Unse seems to have a crush on him. That's and not Sunki's fault, though. It's not, and, I mean, I think Minyeop is just, like, Displacing his anger mm-hmm. on Sunki, but still. Uh, the, the, I guess the good thing about these boys is they seem to get over shit quickly. Yeah. Like, they almost fought because Minyap ruined Sunki's phone mm-hmm. call, and then the next scene, they're fine. Yeah. They just need to push each other and get, <laughs> get over it, I guess. Um. So, then we are introduced to a new character. Ah. And... I don't know about this storyline. I'm like, is this necessary? But I don't we'll know. see. <laughs> uh, he is an older guy that has just come back to Korea. He calls Hangyul's dad and asks about mother. So we don't know what their relationship is to each other, but mm-hmm. he knows his mom. So, um, and Hangyul's dad seems bothered by the call. Hangyul has lunch with his dad. And Hangyul asks his dad not to tell his mom 
that he knows the circumstances of his birth. But I think the mom already kind of knows that he knows. Mm -hmm. Because she was standing in that doorway. So his dad asks him how much he knows, and Hangul is like, whatever, basically says what we know, that that a woman who Hangul's dad was having an affair with had him, and she died. So so then Hangul asks about his birth mom, and his dad tells him that his mom was a lovely person and was a teacher, and he admits that he left her and that she died in a car accident when Hangul was still a baby. And that's when they adopted him. Mm-hmm. Hongil is disgusted with his father, and later in the evening, he calls his mom to tell her that he loves her. But then we see Hongil's dad seems to have taken the blame for something, and we might not know the full story. Mm-hmm. Um, Hongil's, Hongil's mom and grandma are suspicious of Lee Myung-jae, which is the older guy from earlier. And Hongil's mom and grandma insist that he shouldn't meet Hongil. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that is actually Hangyul's dad. Yes. And so. probably his adopted dad, who he's known as his dad the whole time. His brother. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the guy's, like, wife or girlfriend or whatever that died in the car accident. Like, mm-hmm. maybe after he was like, well, I can't take care of a kid. Yeah. And so the brother and wife took him in while he went to America or wherever the fuck he went. Yeah. That's my guess. That is a good prediction. And now he's like, I want to be a dad again. He's now grown. He's grown. Like, fucking, like, 60 years old. Uh-huh. And don't have better stuff to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Hangyul decides to drive to Unchan's house. His phone call wakes her up, and they go to batting cages to relieve some stress. Then they go to the beach, and Unchan gets to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, she really loves this little Mini Cooper. They're having mm-hmm. a lot of fun. They talk about their childhoods and blood type. We know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a first date, basically. They're doing just yeah. like all this fun stuff and having a great night. Yeah, and talking about like little background yes. with each other. But then it starts to get, like, more serious and more romantic. It's not just, like, little flirty bits. Unchen asks um, Hangul if he really only likes her as a sibling and then asks what he likes best. And at first, he's just like, everything. But, of course, as a young, like, I like everything about you just, like, as a brother, as a brother would. Then... Hangyul grabs Unchan's hand as they're walking, and Unchan is surprised, but Hangyul's like, brothers do this. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a brother do that. <laughs> brothers do this. Um, but then they're not just holding hands, their fingers like intertwine. Yeah, and I'm like, that's the more romantic hand. Yeah, I've I've really never seen brothers do that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, they walk along the beach and they're holding hands like oh what what more can you take from this other than they love each other yeah super sweet my goodness uh huh <clears throat> so Unchan convinces Hangul to stay at the beach so they can watch the sunrise together and she puts or she lays down and puts her head in his lap and he covers her with his cardigan Again, only as brothers. Uh-huh. Uh, but then she snuggles up to him and falls asleep. Hangul looks happy as they're laying down together. 
Also, side note, I think it's funny that she's like, yeah, let's stay and watch the sunrise together. And she's the first one to fall uh-huh. asleep. <laughs> Sounds like me, okay. though, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Hanga's happies are laying down together, but then Unchan rolls over. He starts to get closer to her and basically, like, spoons with her and holds mm-hmm. her hand. And, uh, side note. Alex was like, that's a woman's body when yes. he saw like, laying on her side, like, her t- small waist and hips. Yes. It was so funny, because I was like, a guy's body doesn't really do that, huh? And Alex laid on his side, and it was just, like, a straight <laughs> line. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of funny. Um... So, Hangul suddenly becomes conflicted and gets up, and he's like, what, how, what am I doing? And he looks over at her sleeping, and he says he can't go any further. He drives her home, but Unchan is oblivious to Hangul's feelings. Before she gets out of the car, he tells her that they can't be brothers anymore. Unchan is a little confused, but doesn't give it too much thought, because, one, she's sleepy, and two, Hangul is always, like, all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. So, I think she just thinks it's more of... The same back and forth. Or he's just, like, joking and being dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> back at the cafe, Hangyul walks in and just completely ignores Unchan. And she keeps asking him, like, what's wrong? What happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, Unchan follows him to the second-story balcony, and he ends up telling Unchan to stop coming to work, and he'll forgive her debt. And Unchan's like, What? Like, I'm going to keep coming to work because I like this job and, like, I need money. Like, what? What did I do? And he starts telling Unchan um, that he'll be the one to leave then if Unchan doesn't want to. And she questions, like, why are you being this way? And he's like, he, I think he's, he says he really dislikes her. Yeah. <laughs> so mean. fucked up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unchan is like, uh, because you love me? And he doesn't say no. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say yes, but they're both just just standing there, teary-eyed, and Hangul just asks if the situation is easy, and he tells Unchan that it's not easy for him, and then he walks out and fucking just drives home and leaves her hanging. So sad. Yeah. And it's just more fucked up to not give the reasoning. Like... It's okay that you thought you've been straight your whole life, and now you're questioning Mm -hmm. it, and you're confused, and it's freaking you out, especially when you think about, like, what people will think of you and what backlash you might receive, you know, like, your family Mm -hmm. and everything. But maybe just be upfront and be like, hey, I like you, and I don't know if I feel comfortable with this right now. And I can't can't be your quote-unquote brother, meaning boyfriend, Right now, because I don't know, I don't understand what's happening uh-huh. with myself. Yeah. But instead, he's just, like, a total fucking asshole. Yeah, I... He's he's very emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like you said, like, it's totally understandable, but... I guess maybe he doesn't even want to admit that he yeah. likes Boonchan, so he just, like, is just pushing her away to mm-hmm. try to get over it. Yeah. So, Unchan tries to keep working as usual, but Harin can sense something is up. Then he gets a text from Hangul that he is taking a break from the cafe. 
So we cut back and forth between Hangyul and Unchan trying to pass the time without each other. Unchan continues to ha- to text Hangyul, but he just ignores her and destroys shit <laughs> in his apartment. <laughs> so weird. Mm-hmm. Unchan can't take it anymore, so she shows up at his apartment. She calls out to him and begs him not to do this to her, or him, whatever, mm-hmm. but he continues to ignore her. Unchan eventually goes home, and she st- starts to text Hangyul a bunch of messages, like, where are you? Please call me. I love you. But keeps deleting her messages before she hits send, and she starts to cry and calls him a jerk. An end of episode. He is a jerk. He is a jerk. He's too mean. <laughs> yeah, he is mean. I'm wondering, like, are guys mean to each other like that? <laughs> or is he just mean? He's being I, very mean. I feel like if Andrew and Alex were mean to each other like that, they'd both get their feelings hurt. Yeah, totally. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I I just really liked Alex's commentary <laughs> on, that's a woman! <laughs> that's a woman's body. Because again, like, Unchan's yeah. laying on her side. There's a uh, lot of things that Unchan does where you're like, that's a woman. <laughs> that ain't no boy. crazy yeah for sure okay so episode 10 episode 10 is kind of different because we don't start where nine Mm -hmm. left off exactly um unchan runs into hansung at a convenience store first she sees terry Mm -hmm. aka sweeper and she's like i know that dog (laughs) (laughs) um so they start to catch up, and Hansung apologizes for scaring her with his kiss. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, I guess. <laughs> uh, she suggests they just forget about it, but Hansung tells her he has a good memory. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing here? Like, Just say okay. I know. Just say what kiss? Just, uh-huh. oh my god. I am so good about pretending to forget things. Mm-hmm. Like, just I- let it lie yeah i rarely forget like big crazy things Mm -hmm. but i'm good at pretending like i don't remember what happened there exactly because it's weird and uncomfortable (laughs) uh (sighs) so she then suggests that they just pretend to forget he asks why they need to forget and i'm like really okay uh but then she says it's so they can become friends again and Unchan's mood is, like, very happy during this whole time. It, mm-hmm. If that were me, I would be like, why do you want to remember? Yeah, I'd be like, okay, it's late, I gotta go home. Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Hansung, Hansung seems disappointed that she only wants to be his friend, but he tries to put on a good face and is like, oh, great, I have another friend. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Uh, Unchan tells him about Hangyul telling her to quit the cafe, and how she's confused since they were getting along so well before. She admits that she really likes Hangyul, and asks Hansung if he's surprised. He tells her that he already sensed it, like, everyone knows that you guys mm-hmm. like each other, mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, but he wonders if things will get complicated, uh, since he- since- okay- since Hangyul still thinks that Unchan is a man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's not gonna work out. <laughs> uh, <Unchan laughs> Good luck. Her- yeah. 
Uh, Unchan gives her same answer that she'd rather get along with him as a boy than be rejected as a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, you're about to be rejected as a boy, too. Like, yeah. just get I it guess, together. I guess she's had a lot of rejection in her life as someone who's more, like, tomboyish. Yeah. Because she always talks about, like, like when he wanted to take her to the art show or whatever, and she's like, I'll just embarrass you. I'm not girly enough. Like, mm-hmm. people are going to laugh or whatever. So it seems like she's just had a ton of rejection as a girl. And yeah, she's maybe. like, I don't even want to go there because then he's going to he's gonna find out I'm a girl and think, like, I'm so, like, ugly and non-feminine. He thought I was a man this whole time. <laughs> like, that's shitty. <laughs> It's like that episode of King of the Hill where Peggy, yes, like the drag queen. Right. That's like my all-time favorite episode. I know. I love Ugh, that episode. So fucking good. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So Harim shows up to Hangyo's place to check on him. And he asks what's wrong. And Hangyo finally admits to someone that he likes Unchan. And at first, Harim is confused, saying that he also likes Unchan. But then he starts to understand the bigger picture of what he's saying. And he asks if Unchan knows, but Hangyo says there's nothing for Unchan to know because he's going to get over his feelings soon and it's not going to be an issue. And that's why he's not at work. Uh-huh. Harim picks a fight with Unchan at work because he thinks Unchan doesn't care about Hangyo's feelings. So he's like telling her, like, why aren't you calling Hangyo? Why aren't you trying to get Hangyo to come back? What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harim is a good friend. Yeah, he definitely pulls for people. Like, mm-hmm. he makes sure that they're taken care of and will fight others for them. <laughs> yeah. Um. So as they're kind of fighting and, like, Unchan is like, well, what the hell? Like, why am I going to be calling him back when he doesn't want to be here? Like, I don't... Uh-huh. What, what do I have to do with this? They're kind of going back and forth. And then Hangul arrives and everyone's like, oh, he's back. He's back. But he continues to ignore Unchan. Mr. Hong tries to comfort both sides, sort of, but he also mm-hmm. thinks their romance is cute. And it's just like, oh, whatever, like, they'll, they'll be together, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Unchan then runs into Sunki's kitchen to cry because Hangyo looked like he went through a lot. Like, he was really sick or something because he's lost weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sunki agrees, like, yeah, he's probably really sick. And he continues to do his thing, just ignoring everything, basically. Yeah. I really like Sunki, too. Like, Sunki and Harim are almost opposite. Yes. It'll, but I love them both so much. I feel like Sunki would be even better if his storyline was different. Or if they didn't give him this weird, like, girl he's searching for, child, whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Strange. If he was just kind of, like... Cool uh, and mysterious. Eccentric. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because it's just weird to, like, try to hire someone to find your ex. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe there's, maybe there's like, a, a nicer story to that. But it just seems weird to, like, search for your ex. I don't know. When they don't want. Yeah. To. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yuju tells Hansung that she's considering going back to New York to work with DK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hansung wonders if she's already made a decision, but she instead she turns it around on him and basically lets him decide. Mm-hmm. She gives him three she gives him three options. One, she goes. Two, she stays and waits. 
I don't know what she's waiting for. But I think waiting for him to get over Unchen. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And three, she doesn't do either, but they break up anyway. Mm-hmm. Han Sung then is like, can I have time to think about it? And she's like, how much what? time? A day? Yeah. A week? A month? <laughs> you should yeah. be, You should know right away what you want this person to do that you like. Like Exactly. If, it should be like... Immediate. Number two, number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like... Just be like, uh, just go, and maybe some time apart will mm-hmm. clear things up for us. Yeah. I don't know. Oof. But yeah, Yuju is clearly disappointed. Yeah, as, she didn't like that response. As I would also be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Unchan and Hangul make eyes at each other while they're cleaning up for the night. Um and Harim approaches Hangyul and tells him that his feelings are obvious. He's like, you can't stand to not look at her, like, or him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hangyul says he's getting over it and that Harim shouldn't make fun of him later for it. <laughs> uh, Unchan waits outside for Hangyul and tries to make conversation, but he tells her to stay away from him and not worry about his business. She moves her scooter in front of his car, glares at him, and then drives off. Because he's being mean again. Yeah, it's just, it's so shitty. Like, when you're put in that situation, you're like, what did I do? Why mm-hmm. are you, like, why are you being so mean to me for what seems like no reason? Yeah. Because to her, the only thing that would, like, possibly upset him is to find out that she's a girl. She's been lying this whole time. But they had, like, such a great time at the beach and hanging out. Like, what what changed when I fell asleep? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. It's Uh just so sad to be in that situation. Totally. Fuck. Um, So the next day, Harim notices Unchan looking at Hangyul, and he asks Unchan if she thinks, like, what she thinks of homosexuality, and Unchan's like, I have no opinion on it. But Mm -hmm. Harim says that if two people like each other, it shouldn't matter if they should, like, if they're both male or both female or whatever, like, they should just go for it, do it, and be together. Mm-hmm. Harim then tries to push Unchan and Hangyul together when he fakes sick so that she can go on a delivery run with Hangyul. The delivery goes fine, and the people that they deliver to are, like, excited. And I thought it was so funny. They have, like, what looks like pizza boxes, but they're waffle boxes. And they, like, okay. have them placed, and as people are coming in, they're like, oh, what's the smell? Oh, it looks so good. Mm. I'm supposed to be on a diet, but mm, this looks so good. <laughs> it's just like such funny subtitles for that scene. <laughs> um, yeah. So it goes well. Everything's good. And then Unchan tries to make pleasant small talk with him, but he continues to ignore her. They get in the car and they fight over the radio. And Hangyul then drags her out of her fu- his fucking car. Too and much dragging. I know. And she's so small, too. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he's so much bigger than her. Uh, so they start to shout at each other, and Unchan asks Hangyul why he's toying with her and acting this way. And she starts to tear up, and she admits that she doesn't, that he doesn't like only being his brother. Or she admits that she doesn't. Okay. Like I'm getting Sorry. so confused with the she's. I don't, it's, it's weird. I <laughs> the know, she, it is. The she, he, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so she starts to tear up, and she's admitting that she doesn't like being just his brother, but points out that Hangyul said that he wouldn't like her as a girl. 
red flag. Yeah, I feel like what? Uh, what does that have, what does that have to do with it? You know, like if if she's a boy, yeah. I don't know. No flags are waved at him at this point. He still doesn't fucking get it. Uh-huh. She also mentions that he's going to be leaving soon to America. Um, when Chen tells Hangul that she liked being at the beach with him and she was doing fine on her own, and he made her he like put her into this mess. Because they weren't together, they weren't like brothers, they weren't doing anything, and then he invited Chan and said we're going to be brothers and did the fucking earring thing or whatever. <laughs> Hangul then reminds Chan of when she asked him to leave her alone so she could get over his feelings, and he asks her to now do the same for him. And when she doesn't follow him back to the car, he drags her again into the car. Mm-hmm. They decide to be amicable for the remaining month that he's here, and they drive back in silence. She starts to cry, and then he turns on the radio. Mm-hmm. Which is what she wanted from the beginning. Yes. Yes. Uh, See, that's the thing. Like, Hangul is always so mean to Unchan, but then he, like, I think feels bad. And yeah. And then he looks over at her, like, did I do that? Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> duh, you asshole. Uh-huh. Ugh, so frustrating. Yeah, that was a nasty fight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I were Unchan, I'd be like, I'm not going with you. Just, like, I thought, I'll fucking walk. I thought she was <laughs> going to be... I thought she was going to be super extra and throw the fucking earring at him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not your brother. <laughs> it's probably all fucking infected, because he did it himself. Yeah. Gross. It's all green. Uh... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, Chan tells her sister about her huge fight with Hangul and how she's starting to feel guilty that she may be the one hurting him. Y'all are hurting each other. Mm-hmm. So, Unsei tells Unchan that she should just tell the truth now, but Unchan thinks it's too late at this point because Hangul is going to America in a month anyway. So I guess she's thinking, why, why stir up trouble when mm-hmm. it's almost over? Yeah. So the coffee princes start to prepare for their performance, and I don't like this. I thought they were just joking on that other episode. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they were serious about doing a concert with a bunch of boys that don't play instruments. Yeah. But they did it, so. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Hangul and Unchan continue to be awkward around each other at work. Hangyo's mom and grandma visit the cafe and they greet Unchan sweetly because Unchan is a sweetheart and everyone loves her. Mm-hmm. Love him. I, I think it's also funny. I think Hangyo's mom is like, oh, he looks more handsome in the uniform <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Like, yeah. Uh, she doesn't look so much like a girl. When and they talk about, like yeah, they talk about how strong Unchan looks, uh-huh. like lifting all these things. Uh-huh. Uh, Unchan over here, Hangyul, confirmed that he'll be moving back to the U.S. soon. I think he's telling his mom, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going. And Hangyul knows that Unchan has overheard, and they both kind of look uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, Hangyul and Unchan make sad eyes at each other <laughs> from across the cafe. <laughs> and then they wash dishes without speaking, but then they both freeze when their hands touch underwater. And Hangyul's like, what? Gotta go. Mm-hmm. Except he doesn't say that. That's just the face that he makes. And I feel like when he takes his hands out, he also, like, either washes them really quickly. Mm-hmm. 
or like dries him, but it makes it seem like he's disgusted to touch her hands. Oh. Like it's just like a weird scene where it's just like, was it me? Like I think he just washes the soap off of his hands. It just seems weird, like okay. cause she also looks like what did I do? Like yeah. are you like totally fucking disgusted with me on top of not wanting to be my brother? It's very unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's finally performance day, and Hangyu overhears Unse's friend call Unchan Opa affectionately, and he gets all upset. He's all jealous. Yeah. I think it's funny because Unchan's like, What are you guys doing? Uh huh. <laughs> Unse's like, They're cool, they're cool. <laughs> then Hansung arrives and gives Unchan flowers, and uh, Hankyo sees this from like the balcony area, I think, mm-hmm. and he gets all upset again. Mm-hmm. Then their performance goes well, but it's still kind of cringy to me. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Minyep as the MC, and he's just like super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. Alex said the beginning of the performance reminded him of RuPaul's Drag Race because <laughs> <laughs> I think it, like the lights go down and they're like flashing, and then uh-huh. Minyep comes out and is like playing music and <laughs> introducing <people>. plays Cover Girl. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, after the performance. The guys are all dancing around, and I thought that scene was really funny. Like, Sunki just keeps dancing by himself. You uh-huh. shut the fuck up. <laughs> so the guys are just, like, dancing around, um, and Hangyul and Hansung are sitting down, kind of just watching. And then Hangyul gets all upset when Sunki tries to dance with Unchan. But then Minyep steps in, and he's like, no, Sunki, dance with me. And they uh-huh. start dancing together, and at that point, Hank is like, oh, okay, everything's fine. He gets yeah. so jealous over every single person. Totally. Um, Hankyul gets even more upset when Unchan comes over and gives Hansung a present, which are the first coffee beans that she's ever roasted, and a bone for Terry. And um, Hansung is like, oh, thank you. Like, this is very kind of you, blah, blah, blah whatever. Mm-hmm. So, Hangul gets all upset <laughs> and starts picking on Unchan and Hansung. Hansung just laughs it off. Um, I think he's just like, wow, you guys really like each other. Like, <laughs> you're almost treating her like a girl. Uh-huh. And Hansung is like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Hangul keeps poking at Unchan, though, and he finally brings up Yuju as, like, that's a low blow, mm-hmm. dude. Um, and Unshan can't take it anymore, and she leaves. Hansung gets after Hangil for being a dick, and then walks Unshan home. I think he says something like, why you gotta be like this? Yeah. Why <laughs> like, are you acting this way? Yeah. Um, ba ba ba. Unshan starts to sob as they walk home, and she tells Hangil that everyone is telling her to quit working at the cafe, but she doesn't want to. She comes up with so many excuses to stay. But the real reason is because she wants to be with Hangyul. She regrets ever lying to him, but she doesn't want him. Uh, but she doesn't want him to go to the U.S. But she can't stand that now she's neither a man or a woman. She's too scared to be anything or say anything. Mm-hmm. It's so rough when she says that I'm not a man or a woman anymore. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, Unchan! Like she really boxed herself into a corner. Mm-hmm. She's just it's a, a coffee bummer. prince. She's just a coffee <laughs> prince. <laughs> um, uh, 
Hansung tries to comfort her and wants to get to her house. Unchan thanks him for walking her home. He tells her he likes being with her and makes her promise to act however she wants in front of him, like any sort of emotion. Um, and like he's fine with it. He he likes being with her, and she promises like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, Hansung then talks to Yuju on the phone while she's with Hangyul. And there's this moment where she says something like, um, are you with Unshan? And I don't know what he says because we don't hear it. And then she's like, did you walk her home or did you take her home? And she's in the car with Hangyul. And again, he like doesn't catch it. Well, I think it's because in Korean, I'm pretty sure they don't have gendered pronouns. Okay. Yeah. So, uh... Like, the subject or whatever, unless you say a person's name, like, it's just kind of out there, which is why there are so many, like, uh, Fraser-type... Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because reading the subtitles, I was like, oh, what? I noticed that, too. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. So, um... So she asks about Unchan, and Hansung tells her that Unchan and Hangyul really like each other. Yuju then looks concerned and has a drink with Hangyul on his patio, and she tells him that she's sorry, but can't say why. She just hopes that no one would get hurt. So cryptic. I know. Like, what? <laughs> I would be like, what do you mean? What are you sorry about? Please tell me everything now. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know... Anything that kind of concerns me or yes, if it doesn't, please. I still want to know. <laughs> please. I tell promise I won't tell. Tell me all the secrets. <laughs> uh, so, back at work, Harim asks Unchan about her relationship with Hansung. She tells him they just hang out, like get food, go to the park, etc. Mm-hmm. But Harim points out that all the things Unchan said are basically like dates and notes that Unchan seems to get along well with guys. Hangyul overhears and seems jealous again. Hangyul <laughs> uh, and Unchan finally start talking a little bit, and he notices her apron has become untied, so he goes up and puts his arms around her to retie it. And again, Alex is like, that's woman's a woman. Uh huh. That's a woman's waist. <laughs> I think he even says, like, your waist is really small for a boy. And Alex is like, yeah. It's because she's a girl. <laughs> Alex could not get over, like, Unchan's woman body <laughs> and no one noticing it. Um, Unchan takes over and she's like, I got this, I got this. Because again, fucking Hangyul giving her mixed signals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Minyup comes in, like, he's rushing in, kind of ruining the moment. Mm-hmm. But he's so happy that Unse has finally come around and agreed to meet him for dinner. Minyup gives Unchan a big hug, but then Hangyul rushes over to break it up and acts interested in Minyup's life. He's like, I want to see your text. So stupid. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, Hangyul then sees Unchan talking on the phone with Hansung while she's washing dishes. She hangs up once Hangyul walks in and takes responsibility for a dirty cup that a customer complained about. And then Hangyul's like, you can't even clean a dish because you're too busy talking on the phone. 
<laughs> you need to clean. You need to take work seriously. He's just, like, going mm-hmm. off on her. And she keeps trying to apologize and offers to stay late to clean or whatever. And he's just a total dick the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to Yuju then, who tells Hansung she's decided to leave for New York. And get back with DK because she thinks that DK likes her and wants her back. And she thinks she likes him, too. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me. Um, yeah, I she's she's either going to New York very soon or she's playing with Hansung. But I don't know. I think she's going to New York but also playing with Hansung. Because I think she has a scene with DK where she's kind of like, I don't want to be with anyone. Yeah. Right? Or something. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really remember, but... <sighs> Just be with DK. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> don't care. Um, so... Hansung tells her to not go. He's begging her. But Yuju tells him that he's in love with Unchan, and she leaves. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yikes. And the, <laughs> uh, I think it's interesting, because she's like, don't you see you're in love with her? And I'm like, is he, though? I feel like Hangil is clearly in love yes. with Unchan. But it seems he, like Hansung maybe just has, like, a little crush on Unchan. That's what I think. Like, they've spent a lot of time together, so, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think it it makes a little bit more sense. Like, oh, they spent a lot of time e- with each other, and mm-hmm. Unchan is kind of, like, cute and goofy, so mm-hmm. I think... Hansung just, like you said, has maybe a little crush or whatever, has some feelings for her, but ultimately, like, I don't know if he wants to be with her. Yeah. Like, how he's with Yuju, but... I mean, especially since she cried and ran away when he kissed her. Yeah. That's (laughs) kind of hard to recover from. I don't know if that's someone you actually want to be with when they have that reaction from your kiss. (laughs) Yeah, and how she's clearly like, I really like Hangul. <laughs> Who's your cousin? Uh-huh. Uh, so. The coffee princes leave the cafe for the night without Unchan, who has stayed behind to clean. But then Minyeb accidentally spills the beans and mentions that Unchan is a girl. So I think the subtitles again are like, oh, it sucks that she has to stay behind. Mm-hmm. But I think when I was listening to it, I think he actually says like, I don't know if she should stay behind because she's a woman. Like, oh, she's a woman mm. by herself. Because uh-huh. I think he actually says Yoja or something like that. Um, and then Harima's like, oh, it, yeah, like, if she were a girl, haha, or something uh-huh. like that. Wouldn't that be great if she were a girl? And then all the other princes are like, yeah, she's a girl. <laughs> and Harima freaks out. Um... Alex cracked up when Minyup, like, just picked up Harim and turned him sideways. And his body's just, like, straight <laughs> like a board. <laughs> um, so, da-da-da. Harim becomes angry with all the guys for tricking Hangyul and keeping it a secret, even though Hangyul has been suffering because of his feelings. Sunki points out that it hasn't been easy for Unchan either, and that they should keep it a secret since she needs to keep the job to take care of her family. And I'm like, thank you, Sunki, because, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. like, Unchan has also been going through a tough time. But, like, for Unchan, it's not just because, like, she doesn't want to be gay or whatever. Like, she needs to keep doing this because she needs money. Yeah. So, uh, Harim tries to call Hangyo, but they take his phone away and lock him in a room so he can't run out either. <laughs> they keep him prisoner. 
Yikes. So fucked. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to read this next part since I know you're super excited about it? Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So Hangil drives home, but he can't stop thinking about moments with Unchan. He turns the car around and runs into the cafe. He stares at her and kisses her. He stops, but then she pulls him in for another kiss. Hangil tells her that he likes her, and he smiles and tells her that he doesn't care if he slash she is a man or even an alien. He tried to get rid of his feelings, but couldn't, so they should just go for it. And Unchan starts to cry and hugs him. And end of episode! But now you gotta tell him you're a girl! I know! I would immediately be like, I'm a girl! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> you had nothing to worry about! Remember oh, how God. you said you didn't care what I was? Mm-hmm. Well... <laughs> I'm Fuck. holding you to that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Crazy. Yep. Um, okay, I guess I can read my mom's OK yes. Mama. So, it's kind of a lot. Um, Mom, if you're listening, I'm going to edit some of this. So, just so you know. Okay. My mom says she had a lot more to say about 9 than 10, maybe because 10 always makes me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my mom says, at this point in the drama, I always have the same questions. How is she hiding her periods? (laughs) What Alex said. (laughs) Do you want to tell everyone Alex's theory? Oh, yeah. Alex said that Hangul is finally going to realize Unchen is a girl when she gets her period. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, how's she hiding her periods? She works at a cafe with all men, but she must have pads or tampons. How has no one noticed them? Interesting point. Um, and then my mom says, how does Hangul not notice the lack of a penis? (laughs) (laughs) He gets really close to Unchan. Wouldn't you think he'd notice that there's nothing there? And then she did the little, like, uh, fingers uh on chin emoji. Questioning. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That's what we've been saying, mom. That's a woman's body. Um, my mom said when they decide to call each other bro in Korean, um, the older one calls the guy Hyung, the older man calls the younger Dongseng, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, oh, the ear piercing. My mom says his left ear is pierced and her right ear is pierced. Why is this? You'd think they would do the same ear. And then she says, I wondered about this because when I was younger... And guys were getting their ears pierced, they only did one, and it was supposed to be the left one. If a guy had his right ear pierced, it was supposedly a signal that he was gay. Oh, I remember hearing that too in school. Yeah, guys would say left is right and right is wrong. (laughs) I wondered if her having the right ear pierced was a bit of an acknowledgement of this trend. Interesting thought. Hmm. Uh, Skinship. Okay, so my mom kind of talks about, like, the being touchy-feely with each other. Mm -hmm. So she says, Korea has a really complicated culture in some ways. They are incredibly homophobic (laughs) as a rule, uh, even now, but it is very common to see guys from elementary school all the way up to elderly age holding hands and linking Mm. arms, resting their heads on each other. That's nice. Yeah. When we have movie night at my school... The middle school boys especially love to lay their heads on each other's laps and rub each other's hair or cheeks. <laughs> it's it's really tender and seen as affectionate with no sexual connotation at all. 
Girls do the same. When I met my friends, when I met my Korean friends, they often hold my hand or link arms as we are walking. But touching between girls and boys shouldn't really be done in public. There is rarely public displays of affection beyond holding hands. Kissing in a romantic relationship often takes a few dates, and couples often wait for sex for months. A Korean man once told me that that's how you know how much a guy likes you. If he isn't pressuring you for intimacy, it's because he sees a long future with you, so he knows it will come eventually, and there's no need to rush. Ah. Okay. Uh, Hansung and Yuju. I admire this couple, even though I don't really like Yuju. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't either. Mo- <laughs> yeah. They are mostly open and honest and aren't quick to throw each other away. I think most people in their positions would have just broken up. Mm-hmm. Well, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my mom has a little comment about the yellow buses. Sunki sees his love putting a child on a little yellow bus. These buses are super common in Korea. Uh, daycares and academies pick kids up in these buses and take them to school slash class. The schools don't run school buses like we have in America. For example, if a kid goes to Taekwondo, the dojo will send a yellow bus to pick up the kid from school and take him or her to mm-hmm. class. And then after, the bus will take them home or more likely onto their next Taekwon. Just like another class, either English, math, piano, etc. So much. Just classes, classes all day. Uh huh. Um, my mom talks about blood type, but we've already kind of gone through that. Mm-hmm. I still need and to know my blood type. I know. I don't know my blood type either. <laughs> I don't know how. Can you just ask your doctor? Like, well, I had gotten blood work done a couple years ago, and then when we first talked about blood types and stuff, I was like, I want to know, and I straight up called. Just to find out my blood type. And they're like, <laughs> oh, we don't have that information. I'm like, how do you not have that information? When you, like, took vials of my blood, how did uh-huh. how did the stuff you got back not say what my blood type was? Like, the very basic of information. Yeah. Well, I, at my doctor's office, I get blood work done once a year just mm-hmm. to make sure, like, everything You're going to be alive in six in months? In working <laughs> order. Yeah. Um, and so... I got my blood work done a bit ago, and everything was good, except I was dangerously low on vitamin D, because I, oh, I never leave the house. <laughs> so, um, my doctor was like, you know, you're always kind of low, but you've gotten really low on vitamin D, and I think that was, I got that done during quarantine, so, like, mm-hmm. I was actually never leaving the house. And she was like, you really need to take your vitamin D supplements or, like, we're going to have to give you shots because apparently it's really important to have good vitamin D during the pandemic because it helps with your immunity and stuff. Yeah, I have um, vitamin D vitamins I take. Yeah, I've been taking them more consistently now because I would do that thing where I, like, take them for, like, a week and Mm -hmm. then they stop. For a month. So, yeah, I have Um, to go back and get more blood work done. To make sure I'm not still dangerously low. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I can be like, hey, can you tell me what blood type I am? Yeah. Let's run this again. <laughs> I had been I had been doing yearly blood work and then I didn't this past time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I should soon. Just for the sake of it. Yeah. Um what like percentage of your vitamin D is it? Like you know how it's the number that uh-huh, I eat or I whatever? Don't- I don't remember. Oh, the uh, the supplements I take? Uh-huh. 
Uh, I think it's 50,000. I think that's what mine is. I think mine is five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also started taking, like, the one-a-day woman's vitamin that also Mm -hmm. has vitamin D. Yeah, I take that. I take a, like, a vegan multivitamin thing. Mm -hmm. And then vitamin D. Mm -hmm. And then probiotics. Because Jackie J said everyone should have a probiotic. I, I tried taking probiotics, but they always make me really bloated. Hmm. So I guess maybe I just seem to find the right one. Yeah. For me, but anyway. Um, yeah. I will say, though, once I stopped eating meat, um, my blood work was, like, very good. So Nice. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not that my blood work was bad before. Uh-huh. Um, but she's like, wow, your levels are very good. Like, you're very healthy. <laughs> good. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> um, except for my vitamin D, which <laughs> I am dangerously low. <laughs> yeah, vitamin D and iron for me. Okay. For some reason. Yeah. I think, um, uh, my boss's wife tried to, uh, cut out meat and her iron levels got, like, super low. Hmm. And um, I was reading how, like, some people just don't take, like, they don't not eat having meat. iron-rich foods. Yeah, like, they really place. need to uh, take, like, iron supplements yeah. and stuff. But then they were like, some people just need to have, like, a little bit of meat, like, once a month or something like that. So I guess that's what she does. Yeah, so. I think for me, I was low in iron, like, in high school, like, way oh, okay. before I ever did mm-hmm. vegetarian or veganism. But I don't remember what it was last time. I just remember my mom always asking, like, are you anemic? What's wrong with <laughs> you? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, my body is good on iron. So, anyway. Okay. Off um, of blood types. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so my mom says, the beach scene always kills me. We see the full range of Hangil's emotions. He is so in love that he can't keep his hands to himself, and the affection in his eyes seems so pure. But then we see the deep struggle, and ultimately he turns cold as he breaks his bond and fires Unchan. It really hurts me to know that someone would have to struggle to deny their feelings for another person because of societal sexual norms, especially when Unchan has already confessed her feelings, that torment must be unbearable. Mm-hmm. So true. Okay. Episode 10. My mom says, how are these same six people working seven days a week open to close? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Oof. I didn't even think yeah. about that. I mean, they seem yeah. to be having a good time, at least. Yeah. And then there are some times where it seems like maybe... Sunkey doesn't work yeah. at certain points, and me and Yub got some time off, so. Maybe yeah. they take long breaks. Maybe. My mom says, like, I get that these are the main people in the story, but shouldn't there be other staff around? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my mom says, during this episode, I thought a lot about Korean traditions. The names, the girls are Go Eun-chan and Go Eun-se. The cousins are Han Sung and Han Gyul. Naming kids is a serious thing here. Oftentimes, the parents of the baby consult with parents and grandparents about the name, and often they only have one syllable to work with. The first syllable is the father's name, our father's last name, Park, Lee, Kim, etc. 
The second syllable is usually a family syllable with meaning. A certain one for a boy and another for a girl, and then the parents pick the last syllable. So that's why Unchan and Unse have the same. Um, the quote, do you want to die? That phrase. Koreans say this <laughs> to each other a lot. My mom says, I'm not exactly sure what the American equivalent is. Maybe something like, are you crazy or are you kidding me? Um, one thing I love about living in Korea is buying beer or soju and sitting on the picnic tables or benches outside the convenience store and eating snacks and drinking. It's a great place to people watch. Uh, making a promise, the pinky swear, they just, like, press the thumbs together to seal mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the drama, Han, Han Sung, no, Han Gil confessing his feelings for Unchan to his longtime friend, shows how deeply those feelings run and how much he trusts his friend. It was a really touching moment for me. I guess my mom liked the concert, so that's, that's where we differ. <laughs> I thought the concert was funny, but I uh-huh. thought it was kind of cringy, too. <laughs> Oh, Alex was like, dang, they have a big crowd. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I've played at shows with way less people than that. <laughs> um, and I told him, like, well, the cafe kind of went viral because... Yeah, like, the Mika video. Cute, yeah, a bunch of cute boys there. And I was like, look, it's all women except for Hansung <laughs> in the crowd. It was just, like, all younger yeah. girls. Um, blah, blah, blah. My mom says the best moment in the entire drama happens at the end of this episode. Well, yikes. Like, I want the drama to keep being good. Whatever. Uh, when he tells her that he likes her and doesn't care about gender or anything other than the fact that he has feelings, he can't deny any longer, so he wants to give the relationship a try. And then she, like, goes on to talk about how hard it must be living in the conservative country and from a wealthy family and he'll just he's willing to risk all that to be with Unchan and my mom is jealous because <laughs> she wants a guy to feel that strongly <laughs> for her but anyway and my mom says I guess that's it I hope you guys are enjoying this drama as much as I do love you mom so wonderful yeah that was our okay mama segment <laughs> uh yeah I really want to know what's going to happen <laughs> after in episode 11. Yes. After they kissed. Yes. Is he going to turn into an asshole again in 20 I minutes or what? I want to know when Unchan is going to tell him. Or I bet she's not going to tell him. I bet he's, he's just going to find out find something's going to happen. I don't think she has the guts to tell him. I wonder if Harim is going to tell him. Yeah, that was my question. Like, eventually they have to let him out of that room. <laughs> so what is he going to do when he gets out? Yeah. Mm. I, I just want them to be happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay, what else? Oh, also, side note, I, I've just stopped putting in the stuff with her mom and the two. Yeah. It's, I don't care uh, about that part. Not exciting. Sorry. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. And I'm wondering if maybe Hansung, because Hansung hasn't talked to Unchan since Yuju broke up with him, right? Um. That all kind of happened. Yes, correct. Yeah, at the end. So 
I wonder if Han Sung is going to be like... I guess I'll just, be with you then. Yeah, just forget about <laughs> Hangyul. He's leaving. Just be with me instead. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully he doesn't do that. Like, Yeah. We'll see. All right. Do we have any other predictions? I have, like, no predictions, if I'm being honest. More like yeah. just I wonder when, like, what Harim is going to say mm-hmm. once he gets out or whatever. But, like, I don't know. I have no ideas of what's going to happen. Yeah. I do. I want Minyam to find a different girlfriend because Unsei is such an asshole. Yeah. But maybe Unsei will grow up and be like, sorry, I was such an asshole. Maybe. She doesn't seem to have that personality to me. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Unsei is kind of a good sister, though, sometimes to Unsei. Yeah, she can be a good sister. But she's just kind of a crappy (laughs) girlfriend. Yeah. Um, And I feel like when someone is, like, actively flirting with someone else right in front of you, that's a bad sign for your future. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, she didn't give a fuck that Minyup was there. She was actively trying to date this guy. Yeah. I guess, like, playing the devil's advocate... Were they actually boyfriend and girlfriend, or was Minyup just, like, forever pursuing her? That's true. It's not... how many times was she like, I don't like you? Yeah. But then also kind of leading him on, too. Yeah, that's true. So it's, like, their relationship is very sort of ambiguous, I guess, as to what it actually is. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's true that she hasn't seemed to have actually said, he's my boyfriend. Well, but now I'm thinking she did say that when Harim and Sunki pretended to be those, like... Yeah, yeah. ...jerks in the park. She's just an asshole. <laughs> yeah, no, she is. Um, okay. Well, fashion. Uh, I was just clocking <laughs> anytime Unchan was dressing like a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, had what we would consider, like, women's clothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she wears those baggy pants that are, like, rolled up that kind of look like baggy capris. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen guys with pants like that. No. Not rolled yeah. up to that extent. Unless they're, like, at the beach or something, maybe. Yeah. But I said Unchen's fucking sleeveless hoodies <laughs> that are, like, little scene girl hoodies. Yes. Totally. And then she has that yellow shirt when they go on the delivery, mm-hmm. which looked very similar to Yuju's pink shirt mm-hmm. that she lent uh, Unchan, but the difference is that Unchan just has, like, a plain white t-shirt underneath, so it looks, like, more yeah boyish, I guess. But I told Alex, like, if you put a tank top under that thing, like, that's a blouse. Yeah, Totally. Um, and then I just thought Hansung's polo with a tie printed on it was funny. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it was like a screen printed God. tie on a polo. Oh, embarrassing. Uh, I also yeah. really don't like Hangul's vests. Oh, yeah. He's always wearing his- I know, I know they were in style back then, but they just look so, ugh. Hadim, I think, also wears vests, too. Uh, I I had a few vests back then. <laughs> but I feel like 
guys with Hangyul's body, where they're, like, uh-huh. men, uh-huh. it looks weird. Like, it's different when you think of, like, a middle school boy trying to be cool. Uh-huh. Or, like, a 14, 15-year-old boy, you know, cool mm-hmm. in high school, and they're wearing, like, vests and fucking fedoras and shit. <laughs> like, that's them trying to, like, find their personality, you know, and, like, uh-huh. their style. But when you see, like, a grown-ass man like Hangyul, it's just like, you wear too many vests. <laughs> and they're, like, weird shape, too. Like, yeah. they're, like, really skinny, just, like, on the side. I don't know. They are. I'm, I'm not into it. It it is a look. It's a choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just that two thousands fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have an "I love you" or a "fuck you" moment? Mm. Fuck you moment. I'll just say Han Hyul's like whole personality. Basically, these two episodes. <laughs> He's a uh-huh. dick. Yeah. He was. <laughs> um. um. I did think when they held hands for the first time at the beach, that was nice. Mm-hmm. I was like, <sighs> and obviously, like, the kiss was a big deal, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, for fuck you, I I really liked Minya being like, you can't treat me like this, and then just exercising <laughs> to, <laughs> to let out his frustration. Yeah. Like, I was kind of, oh, because I think she's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to hit me? And he's like. Fucking, no, I'm just going to lift a refrigerator. <laughs> Show you how strong I am. Uh-huh. But, yeah. I'm really excited. I'm probably going to start watching, like, as soon as we hang up. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Um, do we have anything else? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. I'm just very happy and you know we're like you said we're almost halfway done so i'm already thinking okay so we're gonna do goblin Mm -hmm. um but i was already thinking of some other dramas we can do afterwards cool there's just so many (laughs) so many dramas so yeah dramas don't stop no there's like so many from before yeah so many current there'll be Uh so many after Yep. <laughs> it just never ends. Yep. I Did you ever watch The Good Place? Mm-mm. Okay, well, spoilers for The Good Place. But at one point, they are just, like, talking about, like, the concept of living forever mm-hmm. kind of comes up. Like, you know how in Coco where it's, like, there's the afterlife? Yeah. But then there's, like, the after-afterlife, like, the mm-hmm. final one? So there's kind of that same concept in The Good Place. And I told Alex, like, I feel like I could stay in the first afterlife forever and just keep watching fucking (laughs) K-dramas and reading all the books that I meant to read. Because, like you said, new stuff, new content is going to keep coming Mm -hmm. out. Like, if they have access to worldly (laughs) content... (laughs) Then you're all about it. I could do that forever. Like, mm-hmm. literally. That can be your purgatory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as long as I have Netflix and Vicky <laughs> and um, my e-library pass <laughs> <laughs> and snacks, I could do that forever. So, anyway, yeah. Um. Well, like we said earlier, if you feel very strongly about us doing a drama... 
uh, tweet us or send us an email and we can add that to a list. Um, we kind of made it an executive decision to do Goblin mm-hmm. just because I talk about it so much. <laughs> and there's a little connection with Gong Yu and uh, Lee Dong Wook from Strangers from Hell. Mm-hmm. So you can, we're going to get to see one of the most iconic bromances in K drama history. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, very excited about that. But yeah, let us know what you want to see next, and maybe we can do like a Patreon thing, or that can mm-hmm. be our drama after Goblin. Yeah. So, okay, I guess that's it. Uh, watch eleven and twelve. Wow, <laughs> we're just blowing through <laughs> yes, this one. Yes, we are. <laughs> it's, it's so fun. <laughs> watch eleven and twelve of Coffee Prince, and we will talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, drama!